Are the Ducks going to pick up any more points on the rest of this road trip? It really doesn't look like it, does it? We'll talk about that on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, been covering hockey for over a decade, thanking you for making this your first listen of the day. And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. All right, so we're going to breeze through this episode pretty quickly. Uh, we will be back with a double header tomorrow as I'll have my camera back. And I'll also have a lot more to say about this Ducks team tomorrow. And also tomorrow is Locked On Goals. So make sure to stick around for that as well. All right, so last night was kind of a weird game between the Ducks and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Honestly, this was pretty much a one-sided affair for the most part, and the Ducks not putting up much of a fight, especially after that first period. I mean, first period was fine for Anaheim. They put up somewhat of a fight. Tampa Bay, I think it was more Tampa Bay getting off to a slow start and kind of laying in the weeds a little bit. They weren't putting out 100% in the first period and, you know, didn't get burned. It was no score through the first 20 minutes. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe the Ducks actually have somewhat of a chance against this Tampa Bay team. Then I realized that Tampa Bay was just kind of going through the motions a little bit and kind of just overpassing a little bit, something that Tampa Bay has done on occasion. And then everything fell apart. So while I will go through the game right now, I do want to talk about the fact that there are some guys on this roster that are having a difficult time picking up pucks and getting it out of the zone. And I'll highlight two of those guys. Unfortunately, one of them is Sam Carrick. Sam Carrick has had kind of a tough time of it. He did not play much in that last game. I mean, you know, he might be out, who knows. But Sam Carrick just did not have a good game in general yesterday. There was at least two or three occasions where I would have thought he would have gotten the puck out of the zone, and it just didn't happen. In particular, during one, the power play, and two, another play later on, where Sam Carrick, well, both Sam Carrick and Simon Benoit, and also Colton White. Colton White had some difficulty on this game as well. And especially in that second period, when Tampa Bay rattled off four goals in a row. Nicholas Paul, Ross Colton on the power play, Anthony Chiarelli, and Zach Bogosian. And during that whole second period, first off, the Ducks only put up one shot. Tampa Bay put up 22. You heard that right. Shots on goal were 22-1. to one. In favor of Tampa Bay. This was some of the worst defense I have seen all season. All season long. What are you doing double teaming Steven Stamkos? At one point, triple teaming him. And then you leave someone else wide open. Right there. Yeah. That actually happened. That legit happened. In the second period. You're triple teaming teaming Steven Stamkos. Why? 
what are we doing there, Colton White? Nathan Beaulieu, you were lost as well. What was happening there? Benoit. Benoit kind of got a bad break there because there was that Nicholas Paul goal. And yeah, that one did deflect off of Benoit's skate. So that one is a little bit of bad luck. Especially when you have Lukash Dostal, who again, saw 22 shots in one period. I feel bad for Dostal. Dostal has been used to this in the American Hockey League. And now he's seen the exact same thing in the National Hockey League. This young goalie does not deserve that. And it's really sad with the trade deadline coming up. And especially with the season ending. The Ducks are doing an excellent job of tanking as it is. To be fair. I mean, I shouldn't accuse the Ducks of tanking. And no one, I mean, not many people are accusing the Ducks of tanking. Like, they are trying. But I do question some of the defensive moves and defensive schemes that are being put out there by Coach Eakins. I'm questioning some of the lines that are being put out there by Coach Dallas Eakins. So maybe maybe there's something to that. Or maybe Coach Eakins is throwing crap at the wall and seeing what sticks. That's how this game felt. And I knew it got worse when I saw Braden Point with the power play goal. And Corey Perry, of course. Of course, Corey Perry got a goal against his old team. I felt like it was inevitable. Like it was going to happen. All right, here we go. Here we go. Oh, yeah. There's the Corey Perry goal. There it is. Yeah. In 16 minutes or 17 minutes, Tampa Bay. No, 16. Tampa Bay scored six unanswered goals. Six unanswered. In about 16 minutes, that was the game right there, was just that stretch of about 25 to 26 minutes where Tampa Bay just completely dominated the Ducks. Completely. Now the Ducks, for what it's worth, they did get their fair share of shots towards the end of the game, to be fair. And the Ducks did at least get a goal, a singular goal, Towards the end, Ryan Strom broke the shutout. Hip, hip, hooray, I guess. So they only lost 6-1 to one on this game. Only 6-1. to one. It could have been a lot worse. It could have been 9-1. to one, But then that would have made Dostal look even worse. And you know what? I'm going to talk a little bit more about Dostal after the first intermission. So stay locked in. But first, let's talk about FanDuel. That's right. We are excited and thrilled to have FanDuel as our new sports betting partner. And we're excited because, you know, the NBA and NHL seasons are coming kind of down to the wire. we got about less than two months left in both seasons. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and, you know, all kinds of other stuff. And FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss that chance to get your no-sweat first bet of up to 1000 bucks back in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, 
the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please, folks, gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez on this windy Wednesday here in Southern California. Um, For those of you that live in SoCal, you may have noticed that this weather is really crappy. So I will just say, just be careful out there, especially if you're listening and commuting. Just be careful. Pay attention to the road right now. (laughs) All right. So I want to throw some stats at you. In particular, Lukash Dostal stats. Now, I've been a Dostal fan for a while now. I love having him on this team. And y'all should be excited about Lukash Dostal too, because I still think that he is the future for the Ducks. Despite him giving up six goals, yes, he gave up six against Tampa Bay. I know this. But when you look at the shot attempts in that second period, shot attempts, you ready for this, folks? 32 to 4 in the second period. 32 to 4 in 20 minutes. The Ducks were not just dominated. They were bamboozled in that second period. They had no chance. Like I said, shots were 22 to 1. But to have 34 shot attempts to only 4, you know that is bad. And even that one shot attempt or like one of those was a high danger, but that was it. That was legit it. So how about the expected goals? Well, the expected goals in this game, let me tell you what. It was looking like it was going to be like 5-1 to one or 6-1, to one, which is what the final score ended up being. No, the expected goals in this game were 4.83 to 3.12 in favor of the Lightning. And the only reason the Ducks won was that high was because of all the attempts in garbage time. That's really what it was. It was garbage time, and it was also during maybe the first half of that first period when the Ducks actually had some good, high-quality, high-danger chances. Look, Zegris showed some creativity in spurts. Henrik, he showed his, you know, just high hockey IQ in spurts. You know who the Ducks are really missing right now? You know who I'm going to say, folks. They're really missing Troy Terry right now. Because Troy Terry felt like the glue that brought everything together. And I thought Strom, like Strom did get the goal. He had a pretty good game. But Zegris with his creativity, I liked what he was doing at times in this game. We need more of that. I even liked what um, Henrique did. We need more of that. If he sticks around and even Frank, like Frank has done well recently, not so much on this game, but in the recent games, Frank Vetrano has showed that he can have an adept scoring touch and look just amazing. But back to Dostal, his game score was negative 1.17. That's not bad. The expected goals against him were almost five. So if he had given up five goals, that would have been about on pace. And I wouldn't have batted an eye and said, yeah, you know what? That's just Dostal getting jobbed on this one. Dostal let in a couple that I'm like, well, it's close. Maybe he could have had it. 
But it was still a rough go for Dostal as it is, as it is really windy out there, folks. But, you know, give credit to Alice Dostal stopping all those shots and trying to keep his team in it for one period, for what it's worth. Now, Dostal did see 44 shots to the Ducks' 25. The Ducks got outworked again on shots on goal. This now marks the 31st time. Yes, you heard that right. The 31st time that the Ducks have allowed 40 or more shots on goal. By the way, the Ducks have only played 58 games. And to have that happen 31 times is ridiculous. That is more than half of their games. They only need to allow that to happen a mere 10 more times in their last 24 games to have that occurrence happen in exactly half their games. Ooh, that is not good. How about the shot attempts per game? Well, the Ducks are almost there. They are averaging 39.6 shots per game right now. The average is 39.6. I think they could get to 40 on average. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with the Ducks the rest of the season? I can only imagine and predict that it's going to be a very painful ending to the season. And especially a very painful ending to this upcoming road trip. That, folks, is what I'm predicting. And finally, I do want to talk a little bit about the rest of this road trip because Ovechkin indeed did not play. He is back in the country. And the hope is that Alex Ovechkin is going to play this week. Um, There are some rumblings going around that Ovechkin is going to play tomorrow against the Anaheim Ducks, his first game back. I mentioned this as a possibility on the last show, that Ovi could come back. Well, it looks like that's exactly going to happen. It's looking more and more like Alex Ovechkin is going to play his first game back from the funeral of his father tomorrow night. I'm going to predict it right now. Ovi is going to score probably two goals. And they're going to be very emotional goals for him. And Washington is going to put out everything to try to get Ovechkin a win on his first game back from his father's death. But also, Washington is going to start playing with some desperation because as of right now, the Washington Capitals are not in a playoff spot. They are too back from a playoff spot as of right now because you have the Islanders with 65 points. The Florida Panthers, after that massive win, they are now at 64 points just behind those teams in the standings. Pittsburgh at 63, Detroit at 62, Washington at 62, and right behind them, the Buffalo Sabres at 60 points. Buffalo also has a bunch of games in hand. A bunch. So Buffalo could be that team that might be able to squeak in there. You never know. You also never know with Detroit. You never know with Pittsburgh. It could be multiple teams. Because I don't know if I trust the Isles right now. I don't know if I trust Florida right now. And if you ask me right now, I would not be shocked if both Detroit 
and Buffalo make wild card spots. And I almost want to predict that at least one of those teams will wind up in a wild card spot. That's kind of like an out there prediction, but I'm going to go with that because why not? All right, finally, we got to look at the tank situation, as some are calling it. Looking at the last few games for those teams towards the bottom, and I'm really looking at just a three-team race right now in the race for Connor Bedard. It is really between the Chicago Blackhawks, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and the Anaheim Ducks. And just look at the last few games, or last few days, rather. Tuesday was a good day for the tank, as it were. Like, it was a good day. Because Chicago beat Vegas in a shootout. You love to see it. With that win, Chicago now has 43 points. That is great for the tank. And what might be good is Columbus, I think they have games in hand. Or no, I take that back. Columbus, um, yeah, they do have games in hand. So right now, by percentage, Anaheim has the worst record. Columbus, their next game takes place tomorrow at about the same time as the Ducks game. Columbus takes on the Minnesota Wild, who have been on and off all season long. This could be a big win for Columbus. If that happens, they would match Chicago with 43 points. So right now, Anaheim worst in the league. But also keep in mind that if the Ducks are tied with either Columbus or Chicago, the Ducks would still have the worst record because they have the least amount of regulation wins in the entire NHL, and it is still not close. Anaheim still has only seven regulation wins this season. They are on pace for 10. As of right now, on pace means something really different. So who knows where Anaheim will end up, but I'm willing to bet bottom three in the standings at the end of this season. Oh, send some help. Let's send some help to the Ducks, shall we? Because they absolutely need it right now. To be in the position they are, I didn't see it coming. A lot of the experts didn't see it coming. Yeah, who knew? And this is a Ducks team that could be historically bad, by the way. And I will talk much more about that on tomorrow's podcast. But there's a at least a couple ways that this Ducks team could be and probably is historically bad. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this podcast. Once again, apologies for the lack of video here. We'll be back tomorrow with our regular shows. In the meantime, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., etc. You could find me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And if you want to drop me a line, you could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And once again, thanks for the emails that have been brought in. And I've mentioned this before, but, you know, just be safe out there. You know, it's really stormy out there. We're, in fact, having a blizzard warning in the local mountains. So just be careful of all the winter weather out there. And, you know, just, you know, be careful out there. And also, thanks for your continuous support. It's greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the afternoon. Please remember to be safe out there.
be kind to one another, and ducks fly together. <laughs>